ಬಿಜಾನಂಬೋದಗಣಾತಿಸೇವಿತ ಕಪಿತಂಭೂಫಲಸಾರಕ್ಷಿತ ಉಮಾಸುತ ಶೋಕವಿಶಕಾರಣಿಘ್ನೇಶ್ವರಪಾದಪಂಕಜ ಗುರುರ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಗುರುರ್ವಿಷ್ಣು ಗುರುರ್ದೇವ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರ ಗುರುಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ ಪರಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಸದಾಶಿವಸಂಭಾಂ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಮಧ್ಯ ಅಸ್ಮತ್ಚಾರ್ಯಪರ್ಯಂತ ವಂದೇ ಗುರು ಪರಂಪರಾಂ ವಸುದೇವಸುತ ಕಂಸಚಾಣೂರಮರ್ದನ ದೇವಕೀ ಪರಬಾನಂದಂ ಕೃಷ್ಣಂ ವಂದೇ ಜಗದ್ಗರು ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯೋವಿಂದನಾಮಸಂಕೀರ್ತನ ಗೋವಿಂದ ಗೋವಿಂದ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಟು ಆಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಫಿಫ್ಟೀನ್ in the podcast series on bhagavata mahatmyam or the glory of shrimad bhagavatam first i am so sorry that i missed this episode 15 uh, so i propose to have this episode as a filler that will help listeners who have either missed earlier episodes or wish to know the background of Srimad Bhagavatam. So in this episode, I am not going to recite any Sanskrit verses. So let's start. How was Srimad Bhagavatam born? To know this, you must hear the story of King Parikshit. As many of you know, Arjuna, was one of the five Pandavas. Abhimanyu was the son of Arjuna and Subhadra. Parikshit was the son of Abhimanyu and Uttara and the grandson of Arjuna. He was the successor of Yudhishthira to the throne of Hastinapura. Thus he became King Parikshit. One day, King Parikshit went on a hunting mission to the forest and he felt very exhausted. He needed some water, was feeling very thirsty, he felt hungry. So he was looking around if somebody can provide this and he saw there was a sage in meditation. So he thought, let me go and ask him. So he went near the sage and asked him if he can provide some water and food. The sage was in deep meditation. He didn't respond. So Parishit became very angry at the sage's silence. So he picked up a dead snake which was lying nearby and draped it around the sage's neck. Seeing this, the sage's son, he cursed Parikshit and said that he would die due to a bite by a snake. Given a week to live, Parikshit asked Sukha Maharishi to narrate Krishna's exploits and thus was born Srimad Bhagavatam to the entire world. At the end of the week, King Parikshit died due to a bite 
from the deadly snake called Takshaka. Now let me tell you briefly the significance and philosophy of Srimad Bhagavatam and the role of some of the main characters. I have been talking to you about Sanaka Kumaras, Narada Muni, Sukha and Chaunaka Maharishis and so on. First the background, you must know the lineage of Rishis. Now, sage Vashistha's son was Sakti and his son was Parasara and Parasara was the author of the Vishnu Purana and his son was Badarayana also known as Vedavyasa and Vyasa's son was Sukadev. Sukadev did not marry and therefore the lineage of Rishis ends there. Then the question arises who wrote Srimad Bhagavatam? Even after compiling the four Vedas and writing the Puranas and the Mahabharata, Vedavasa was not completely satisfied. Now Narada Muni, he knew Vedavyasa were not contented, so he instructed him to write about Bhagavan Krishna and his supremely sweet pastimes. She also suggested to name his narrative as Srimad Bhagavatam and said it will become the crown jewel of the Vedas and the chief amongst the Puranas. Thus Vedavyasa wrote Srimad Bhagavatam and he passed it on to his son Sukha Maharishi who in turn told it to Maharaja Parishit during his final days. Now what is the significance of Srimad Bhagavatam? It is essentially a scripture that not only describes the pastimes and activities of young Krishna but also indirectly explains the Vedic philosophy in such a way that it is easy to understand by most of the masses without any confusion. It also provides a comprehensive philosophy by which people can attain the highest state of spiritual enlightenment in Bhakti Yoga. The teachings of the Bhagavata Purana are stimulating, satisfying and above all beautifully composed in Sanskrit poetic verse. There is truly no other work like the Bhagavata Purana in all of the world literature. Tattva Jnana or the axiom of philosophy is central to Hindu scriptures. Srimad Bhagavatam deals with Lord Narayana as a supreme being who is eternal, omnipresent, full of good attributes, independent, full of knowledge and bliss. He is credited with creating the universe including all living and non-living beings and he sustains, destroys, controls it, bestows ignorance as well as knowledge and eventually liberates souls with moksha. To explain the Tattva Jnana or the principles of philosophy on the earth, Veda Vyasa, the author of Srimad Bhagavatam, chose the Sanaka Kumaras to be a medium. What then is the role of Narada Muni? Narada Muni is often seen with a tambura in his hands and he travels everywhere as a roving ambassador to promote bhakti. 
he interacts with Sanaka Kumaras and identifies them as the best source who can explain the glory of Srimad Bhagavatam to a wide audience. The Sanaka Kumaras were the Manasika Putras of Brahma. Manasika Putras means sons conceived by Brahma through his mind. They were young jnanis who were establishing Tattva Jnana, uh, the philosophy. The four Kumaras and Narada Muni are called Naishtika Brahmacharis, eternal celibates. Now, I told you that Narada Muni kept on asking questions to the Sanaka Kumaras, who answered them tirelessly. Eventually, the Sanaka Kumaras agree to Narada Muni that they will tell Srimad Bhagavatam to a large audience at a place called Ananda, which is now known as Haridwar. Now, who are Sutta and Saunaka Rishis? And Sutta Rishi was the son of sage Romaharshana. Romaharshana was a disciple Vyasa. And Sutta Maharishi is featured as a narrator of Mahabharata and several Puranas, including the Shiva Purana, Bhagavata Purana, and Padma Purana. It was Vyasa's son and disciple was Sukha who narrated Srimad Bhagavatam to Maharaj Parishit and at that time Sutta Maharshi was also present and he received that knowledge. Saunaka was a student of Sutta Rishi. Saunaka Rishi had a prominent role in the epic of Mahabharata. According to the Vedic text, Shavanaka Rishi's full name was Indrodhaivaya Shavanaka. He was a Vedic teacher and the son of the sage Brigubamsi Shunak. Shavanaka Rishi was running a Gurukul, a school having several thousands of students. And Sutta Maharishi narrated mythological stories to the students at this Gurukul headed by Shavanaka Rishi. So that is briefly the background of Srimad Bhagavatam and the role of main characters. The glory of Srimad Bhagavatam is that it holds a person steady while and purifies him by absolving the sins committed over a lifetime and even earlier births removes impediments and difficulties, bestows property makes virtuous and leads to the lotus feet of Lord with moksha or liberation from the cycle of samsara, death and birth. In the next episode, we will see how a huge audience turns up at Ananda to listen to Srimad Bhagavatam. Stay tuned. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Bye now.